Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. Did you know that the word motivation was not a part of the lexicon until 1904? Yet we know of the word hope from as far back as the Greek philosophers. James Sales has recently published a book entitled Mapping Motivation for Top Performing Teams, and his two articles in the Epic Times capture the essence of it. Let's look at his thoughts and our leadership of sales reps and our part in creating highly motivating sales cultures. First, let's put ourselves in the shoes of a typical sales rep. All of them, whether it's major accounts, wholesale distribution, or high-activity fast sales cycles, all of them are the goal achievers of industry. Of all the job positions in the world, theirs is on the high end of getting a certain level of production out of people, and often people they did not know before their first interaction with them. They do one of the hardest tasks in the world, prospecting, move toward previously unknown people, and then convince them to buy their product. And they have to do this enough times in a specific time period to hit a sales target. They are initiators, business catalysts. They are hopeful and motivated achievement experts interacting with and winning the business of the most complicated machines on earth, other people. Because of this, the best salespeople persevere in the face of obstacles, interpersonal and marketplace obstacles to serve and persuade often skeptical people to buy what they sell. Salespeople are hired to achieve sales goals, which include sales at a certain level at a high enough profit. That's from our perspective. From theirs, it's all about one of three motivating and even hopeful focuses. The best salespeople will possess more of one of these three focuses than other salespeople. Here's the first one. Recognition and competitive achievement and ranking. Or number two, an income at a certain level. Or three, their duty to the organization. Now, as you think of them, which of these motivating perspectives, the company's numbers or the individual's numbers, supply the most motivation or hope to a salesperson with the least amount of pushback? Which of these keep reps reaching to increase their sales and incomes? Why is this important? Because as leaders of people, how do you know what to do or ask or say or stress unless you understand the hopeful and chosen sources of motivation for each of your reps? Without that knowledge, you will default to the company's numbers and language, widgets per hour, week or month, dollars per sale, sales per location, closing percentages, this will get the attention of those motivated by duty, but as you increase their quota or the minimum sales standards, you will get pushback and discussions in the culture about how the company increases quotas. People will lose hope fast, and you will then lead demotivated people of duty. You will not lead a sales force of people with independent sources of personal motivation. I recently spoke to a sales force of a very large wholesale distribution company. It was full of technician-turned-salespeople, good people, people of service, knowledge, and duty, who had done pretty well in a good housing economy. They really knew their product. 
The company was undergoing a major change, and their duty was changing. It was going to have some prospecting involved, and many of them were demotivated and with a lower optimism because of the changing goals of the company. That's because people of duty often founder in fast-changing sales environments where new strategies and quick changes require an entrepreneurial and independent decision-making and goal-setting mindset to keep sales increasing. Actually, most organizations and their leaders default to organizational sales targets. They talk about them, display them, and reward based on them because the company's numbers are most important to its owners, its stockbrokers, and its management, but they are not the most important and motivating numbers to the best reps. Sales per category and sales per store or region do not supply hope and high performance to a salesperson motivated by his own personal income or by his own recognition. Let me say that again. Sales per category and sales per store or region do not supply hope and high performance to salespeople motivated by their own personal income or by public recognition for personal achievement. While most of the top salespeople in the world are not motivated by duty, a few are. I want you to remember this as we finish this time together. Because of salesperson selection criteria, some technicians become salespeople because they are conscientious and knowledge experts. These duty-oriented people sometimes do well in a good market where prospecting is not a huge requirement and where they have an existing customer base. Or, for example, their new customers come into a location, maybe a store location, where they wait on them. However, in sales positions where prospecting new customers is a main requirement, the best reps often possess either a specific money amount or recognition as their main source of motivation and hope fulfillment. They are also more assertive and controlling about their environment in order to fulfill what their ego is driven to acquire and receive. Now to the practical use of these thoughts. First, remember, motivation is a present tense term. It is about what we move ourselves to now. It is highly centered on a person's desires, what they want. It is about performance or action to achieve goals. The more motivated our reps are, the more energy they have available for goal achievement. When a loss of motivation occurs, it can lead to a depressed spirit within a person. James Sales, in his Epic Times article, quotes an English psychiatrist and author, Dr. Raj Perswad, from his book, Staying Sane. A breakdown in motivation not only becomes self-fulfilling, but can also lead to severe psychological problems if it leads to hopelessness and the feeling that things are not going to get better in the future. Any salesperson one that is duty-motivated, recognition-motivated, or money-motivated can, when the world changes for them, become disoriented and demotivated and eventually less hopeful and optimistic about future goal achievement. So here's what I want you to do. Ask yourself these three questions. One, am I mostly duty-motivated, recognition, or competitive-motivated, or money-motivated? Is my sales force mostly made up of duty-motivated, 
recognition-motivated or money-motivated individuals. As you begin to think about this, please realize that you often attract and hire people motivated like yourself, or a culture often hires sales reps motivated like the leadership of a sales culture, and HR often, if left up to them, they hire duty-motivated people. Next, begin to sit down with your reps and ask questions that discover each rep's bedrock motivation. Here's something that you will find interesting. If you find duty-motivated sales reps and they are doing well, it will usually be because they have a high level of conscientiousness toward their job and other people. It will not be because they set their own goals. Finally, here are the three things to do, and they are simple and powerful. For duty-motivated people, supply them with the goals the company needs for them to meet and explain these goals in a way that shows them helpful to people in the company and to existing and new customers. For recognition or competitive-minded people, put together contests and games and ways to win and receive high fives and public rewards. And each day, touch base with them and find ways to recognize what they do well and even better than others. For money-motivated people, you will find and discover what specific lifestyle a monthly income will fund. Is it for their home, their children's education, travel, savings, debt reduction, or a new house? And remember, at times, speak to them about their progress and the realization of their dreams. All three of these ideas will require a deeper level of knowledge about an individual. This scavenger hunt for the hope that motivates will be rewarding for them and for you, their leader. It will show you care about their motivational sources of hope. It will show you want to be a helpful mentor, coach, skill builder, and that any transformation you promote will be about their interests. You can learn to do this, and I want to help you. Now go out and make a difference. Do your duty or get recognized or earn more money for the dreams you have in the future. But do it all for the benefit of others. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.